We are studying from the writings of Bala Sulam, the articles, the essence of the wisdom of Kabbalah. The subtitle is Conveyance from a Wise Kabbalist to an Understanding Receiver. You can find the study materials online and you can send questions there. Rav, can I read? Yes. Conveyance from a wise Kabbalist to an understanding receiver. Thus wrote Nachmandis in his introduction to his commentary on the Torah. And Rav Chaim Vital also wrote similarly in the essay Psiot. The readers should know that they will not understand a single word of all that is written in these essays unless they are conveyed from a wise Kabbalist to the ears of a wise receiver who understands with his own mind. Also in the words of our sages, one does not study the Merkava on his own, on one's own, unless he is wise and understands with his own mind. Their words are thoroughly understood when they say that one must receive from a wise Kabbalist. But what is the necessity for the disciple to first be wise and understanding with his own mind? It's not enough to have a great teacher. Has to be a, the student also has to be on a certain level. So you'll understand what the teacher is telling him with his own mind. What does the teacher deliver him? There's a delivery here. It's not simply hearing through the ear and thinking with the brain. There's a special form of reception from one to the other. Moreover, if he, uh, he is not so, then he must not be taught be he the most righteous person in the world. Additionally, if one is already wise and understands with his own mind, what need has he to learn from others? There are a few questions here that we need to resolve before getting to the matter at hand. What does it mean, conveyance from a wise Kabbalist? From this, Afrof said, their words are understood with utter simplicity. We have seen that all the words and utterances our lips pronounce cannot help us clarify even a single word from the spiritual godly matters above the imaginary time and space. Indeed, there is a special language for these matters, the language of branches, according to their relation to their upper roots. However, this language, though very suitable for its task of delving into the studies of the wisdom, more than other languages, is only so if the listener is wise in his own right, meaning that he knows and understands the way the branches relate to their roots. It is so because these relations are not at all clear when looking from the lower to the upper. 
In other words, it is impossible to make any deduction or semblance concerning the upper roots by observing the lower branches. Moscow free. Thank you, teacher. What does it mean to receive from a wise Kabbalist? Something he wishes to deliver, to convey to a student, and the student is likely capable of receiving it, of learning it, according to certain conditions by which the student prepared himself, and then he can, uh, he can receive this message from the teacher. Meaning, just like we understand from this world, there is someone who delivers, who conveys, someone who receives. There is a system that connects them. So what one delivers or conveys, the other can receive. They can be connected. The student can understand what the teacher is conveying to him and continue with that. Let's say the lesson ends. How can we in the 10 check if we received from the teacher or not? Like you said, if we got from mouth to ear, mouth to mouth, is there a criterion that we can check? We'll read and find out. That's what he's trying to explain to us. That is what he's trying to explain. In what way, to what extent, with which quality, with which kind of preparation the student has to be in order to receive from the student what the teacher wishes to convey to him. It does not depend, as he says, on his wisdom, but on certain conditions, special conditions. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Let's see further. Good morning, love, friends. So it really isn't clear. Even if he's the greatest righteous in the world, you can't teach him. So we're not even allowed to learn according to what Barasulam says. No, you're not righteous and you're not wise. You're... Um, an average person, that's why perhaps you are allowed to learn. So why is he writing what he writes? He shouldn't write it. He writes in a, in a way that, in the way that he knows how to write. You should, you should trust him. Okay? So how do you explain this sentence? I don't explain. I don't explain. I wish to understand those things like you. They say it's even insulting. If the listener is wise on his own way that he knows the relation between roots and branches, so what? It's so simple what he writes. I understand that you need to hear something. That's it. So why is he writing it? When you listen, you'll understand. Hello, everybody. Rav, thank you for this special lesson. What's a wise receiver and understands on his own mind? It's like contradicting. We don't know. Let, let's learn and see.
We'll read it a few times. We'll ask questions. We'll combine our questions and we'll start to pray that he would answer us. He would give us an opportunity to understand what's going on here. These excerpts are, for now, not clear. These relations are not at all clear when looking from the lower to the upper. In other words, it is impossible to make any deduction or semblance concerning the upper roots by observing the lower branches. Quite the contrary, the lower is studied from the higher. Thus, one must first attain the upper roots the way they are in spirituality, above any imagination and with pure attainment. As was explained in the essay, The Essence of the Wisdom of Kabbalah, the actuality in the wisdom of Kabbalah. And once he has thoroughly attained the upper roots with his own mind, he may examine the tangible branches in this world and know how each branch relates to its root in the upper world in all its orders in quantity and quality. When one knows and thoroughly comprehends all this, he has a common language with his teacher, namely the language of the branches. Using it, the Kabbalist sage may convey all the studies in the wisdom conducted in the upper spiritual worlds both what he had received from his teachers and the expansions in the wisdom he had discovered by himself. This is because now they have a common language and they understand each other. However, when a disciple is not wise and comprehends that language on his own, meaning how the branches indicate their roots, naturally the teacher cannot convey even a single word of the spiritual wisdom, much less negotiate with him in the scrutiny of the wisdom. Since they have no common language they can use, they become as mute. Thus, it is necessary that Masemer Kava, which is the wisdom of Kabbalah, will not be taught unless he is wise and understands with his own mind. We must ask further, how then has the disciple grown so wise as to know the relations of branch and root through tracing the upper roots. The answer is that here man's efforts are in vain. It is the Creator's help we need. He fills those whom He favors with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge to acquire sublime attainments. 
Here it is impossible to be assisted by any flesh and blood. Indeed, once he has grown fond of a person and has endowed him with the sublime attainment, one is then ready to come and receive the vastness of the wisdom of Kabbalah from a wise Kabbalist, for only now do they have a common language. Questions? Nice. <laughs> According to what's written, what type of force should we add to our vessel in order to bring joy to the Creator? Try to be good in the eyes of the Creator. That's what we need. Start asking yourselves each time, in what can I please the Creator? Very simple. There is... There are necessary things that we have to keep coming to lessons, connecting the friends, keeping what's written in the wisdom of Kabbalah, straightforward way, like the minimum requirements, let's say. And there are additional things that we have to ask ourselves what do we need to do in order to please the creator this is not simple we should ask ask how can he like us it's like if we're keeping all the conditions of, in order to bestow, by that we reach the normal, correct connection. We're accustomed to it. But if I want to reach a state where I express my love to the Creator, I want to carry his favor to, to, to be good in his eyes. I want him to like me not egoistically. And there is a special a special thing I have to do here. I have to think about the Creator, relate to him in this way. I want to 
I want him to like me, not because I'm doing things, not because I'm accustomed to doing certain things. It's a certain addition. What can it be? So I begin to acquire such an attitude to the Creator through which He can give me he can allow me to enter states that are close to him. And then as he writes, then the Creator fills him with wisdom and understanding to with sublime attainment. And it's impossible to assist it by any flesh and blood. Indeed, once he has grown fond of a person and has endowed him with a sublime attainment, one is then ready to come and receive the vastness of the wisdom of Kabbalah from a wise Kabbalist. Only then, after that, when he has connection with the Creator, he can learn from the Kabbalists the inner content of what they want to convey to him because now they have a common language. PT 29. So what develops man is his connection with the Creator and finding joy in that and only then with the Rav? No, he says that a person who enters the wisdom of Kabbalah and studies and connects to the teacher and connects with the friends and connects to everything. And now he wants to find out how he can nevertheless give contentment to the Creator in a special way. How does he get the Creator to, uh, how does it please the Creator? Meaning he has this yearning to be good in the eyes of the Creator. I don't know how to add, what to add here. It's not merely bestowing, it's not connecting, connected with the friends. You need you need to have a special longing for the Creator. I want very much uh, to please Him without any connection to me. I'm willing to do anything He wants me to do toward the friends and the whole world and, and more and more. In short, a person empties himself from all the intentions for himself and he fills himself only with intentions for the Creator. I can't quite express it. There are no words for it. When we get there. Moscow 3. Amen. Moscow 3. Another question from a friend. What does it mean 
that a student prepared himself. It's likely that he's ready for complete devotion. I don't have other words for it. A mutual language here, it's written that in order for there to be such a conveyance, you need a mutual language. So what's the mutual language between me and you? Can I ask that? When we reach these exalted things, uh, it'll be clear to us. PT-19. It says it's not the wise who studies. So I should just shut up, listen, to draw the light, and then I'll understand. So I don't get it. Hence, continue as you are, and keep quiet, and learn. What about the light that reforms? Don't worry, it'll influence you. But I have to draw it anyway. Okay. It's according to how much you draw yourself to the connection with the friends and to the Creator through them. So when you teach us, how should we relate to that? The way it's written, and according to how much each one understands, that's how he relates. Moscow 6. When do we build the intention for the Creator? Before an action, during an action, after? When does it happen? Um, All the time. Our intentions to the Creator should be should develop in us all the time. Because that's actually the final goal we are aiming at. Thank you, Rav. A wise student can he go through this whole process without asking the love questions? Certainly. Spain one. Buenos días, buenos días, amigos. En estos tractos habla muchas veces. friends, good day, love. In these texts, he speaks a lot about reason. Should we also think that he's speaking about faith above reason when he says reason? Both. Amit, let's keep going and finish the article. Subtitle, Appellations Alien to the Human Spirit. With all that is said above, you will understand why we sometimes find appellations and terms that are very alien to the human spirit in the books of Kabbalah. They are abundant in the fundamental books of Kabbalah, which are the book of Zohar, the Tikkunim, and the books of the Ari. It is indeed bewildering why these sages use such lowly appellations to express such exalted holy notions. 
Yet, you will fully understand it once you've acquired the above conceptions. This is because now it is now clear that no language in the world can be used to explain this wisdom except for one that is intended for just that end, namely the language of the branches, according to the relations to the upper roots. Thus, obviously, no branch or occurrence of a branch should be neglected because of its inferior degree or not use it to express the desired concept in the interconnections of the wisdom, as there is no other branch in our world to take its place. As no two hairs nurse from the same foramen, we do not have two branches that relate to a single root. Hence, by leaving an incident unused, we lose the spiritual concept corresponding to the upper world, as we have not a single word to utter in its place and indicate that root. In addition, such an incident would impair the entire wisdom in all its vastness, since now there is a missing link in the chain of the wisdom connected to that concept. Meaning the language of branches, the language of Kabbalah is very very uh, harsh and precise because the Kabbalists who named all kinds of spiritual discernments knew precisely the connection between the branch and the root and how we can use them in order to awaken those forces that will develop us. That is why specifically in this way they wrote and conveyed their knowledge to one another and to us. This mutilates the entire wisdom. There is no other wisdom in the world where matters are so fused and interwined by way of cause and effect, primary and consequential as in the wisdom of Kabbalah, connected from top to bottom, just like a long chain. Therefore, upon the temporary loss of but small chanazets, the entire wisdom darkness darkens before us, for all matters are tightly connected to one another, literally fusing into one. Now you will not wonder at the occasional use of alien appellations. They have no freedom of choice with appellations to replace the bad with the good or the good with the bad. They must always use the branch or the incident which precisely points to its upper root 
in all its necessary measure. Moreover, the matters must be explained so as to provide an accurate definition for their eyes of their fellow readers. Questions? Moscow 1. Когда каббалист указывает на корень, ну, выражаясь языком ветвей, он должен, ну, как-то вот definition, discernment of any word, any degree, any state includes in it everything above it, all the way to itself, and everything below it down to the lowest state, because we have direct light and returning light, reflected light, and therefore by definition it includes everything. So we'll go to women, maybe they have questions on the conveyance of the wisdom. Can you explain in the previous part, he says that if there's a wise, wise student, you can teach him, but the righteous, even the greatest of the world, you can't teach it. So what is that righteous? What can we take from that to our work? Righteous meaning it can be wise, it can be going through great states, but he has no connection, he has no soul devotion. And that's why he cannot receive what the Kabbalist wishes to convey to him, because there's no connection, there's no contact between them. Meaning he can hear based on his wisdom, but according to the inner connection, it is absent. So, what can he do? So how does he become righteous? He becomes righteous by justifying the Creator and doing everything he can. But he's still not connected with the teacher in such a way that the teacher can convey it to him. There needs to be an inner connection between the teacher and the student for it to flow from the teacher to the student. PT 12. Hello, friends, love. What are the conditions we need for the generation or the group that they'll be able to receive what the Kabbalists want to give to all of humanity? 
I don't quite know because these conditions might change. They could change. We are in the last generation and therefore things are changing. I think I think they came to us uh, easier than they came to the previous generations and we, all of us, could receive this inner conveyance from the Creator through the Kabbalists who worked throughout all the generations. PT 31. He writes in the beginning of the paragraph that if we leave a case untouched, what does it mean that we use each and everything? What does that mean? means that we wish to find the root for everything and use it in a way that we aim it toward all the created beings and through them to the Creator. In our state, can we do it? We can certainly try. Without it, we won't, adv- we won't advance. This is the condition to being in the last generation. That every case have to check what its root is? Yes. Thank you, Rav. Continuing PT 31, what's the flaw if I don't take every state and scrutinize it in the connection between us? So what flaw am I causing? You, by that, you are preventing the corrections from reaching you and others. PT 3. About devotion to the Rav, I see that their friend, that there are friends, that their relation towards Rav is very internal, strong, gives inspiration. How can a person adhere to those friends and also acquire such an attitude towards the Rav? This is according to the inner point in each and everyone's heart as much as he wants to receive through this cascading down from the Creator all the way down to him, through this trail and through this conveyance, and that's it. There's nothing to do here. Only to be connected. You don't need for that to be physically close or to to perform uh, any mechanical actions. It's all, it's written, the soul's devotion. It seems that they're friends that for them, it's always there and it just gets stronger. And there's some that no matter what they do, they can't bridge that gap. What's the advice here? To try. Each one needs to try according to the root of his soul. Each one according to his 
place in the system of Adam Arishon. What he received, the opportunities he received in his lifetime, you should believe that this is his opportunity. And continue this way. The main thing is, through his teacher, through his Rav, this is a very special matter. But the main thing is through the group. There has to be a ten, a strong ten that's holding on to the path, that does not deviate from the path, that constantly aims itself more and more sharply through its unity to the Creator. And that's the main thing. And then it's certain that they're advancing towards a great correction. The problem is that in all those corrections, until we enter the qualities of bestowal, we keep demanding where, where, where is it? Where are the results? Where is my attainment? Where is what I deserve? Whereas, as we learned today, when you get closer to the goal, you see that specifically the yearning for the goal, the deficiency for the goal, these are the torments of love. They are the sweetest. And that's what we need. To acquire, that's what we need to acquire. That's it. What else do we have? Maybe we go to women. Question from Moscow 18. What does it mean that a student prepared himself? A student who has prepared himself means that he is in contact with the friends, good contact, the way it should be, where they have a common a mutual vessel, they complete each other with their desires to tensfirot, a complete vessel. And they want this complete vessel, they want to present it to the Creator, and they check this complete vessel of theirs. So the Creator will be able to bestow to it everything he needs in order to receive contentment from us. And this is what we uh, what we yearn to be in. This is called a complete vessel. From Kafkaz, is love to the teacher a condition to receiving the wisdom from him? Yes, but it's not love the way uh, you think about it um, on the street. It's love in such a way that there is a source through which I receive life, vitality, the feeling of the upper world, 
feeling of the upper force in the next world and so on and so forth so I'm connected to that source and this connection is an internal one a spiritual one it's not a it's not a connection like in our world in what's an interconnection with the Rav that is the condition to reach devotion does that depend on a person to develop such a connection and how do you build it yes it depends on a person first of all it depends on a person and in the prayer of a person to the creator that's one thing um Second thing is that a person needs to be looking for it. He needs to look for how does he come to such a strong, powerful, good connection with the teacher, with his Rav, through which he comes to be connected with the Creator. You have to understand that these are degrees there is man above it, or a person above him, the teacher, and above the teacher, the creator. And, and it can be that the person will jump directly to the creator. It's, it's falsehood. So he should be looking for ways to reach this state. He doesn't need to know his teacher physically. He doesn't need to even see him. Rather, he needs to be incorporated with all those things that the teacher is teaching in order to build himself and and be ready to connect to the Creator through the teacher. Is it a special blessing from above when there's an inner connection with the Rav? I would say that the inner connection with the Rav is, is present for such people who wish to be incorporated with their Rav and the work that he's doing in our world. This is dissemination. Mostly it's dissemination. Maybe also teaching, organizing other people, bring them closer, more and more. This is the work by which a student connects with his Rav. From Odessa, what's that quality of that? Knowledge does it awaken in the inner work of a person after he passed a degree? That, 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 in a special way to the degrees of Chochmah Bina. What connects Chochmah Bina includes both of them is called Da'at. 
Last question from Bogota. What are the spiritual upper roots made of and how do we connect to them? All of our all of our roots are made up of the will to receive and the will to bestow and the upper light that passes through them and it comes to them in this way. And it's clothed in the connection between them, the will to receive and the will to bestow as a vessel and this upper light passes through this vessel onto us. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so we are we're done with this article, yeah? Good, let's hope that they will bring us a new article next time and we'll continue it. I wish we had more time. What what do you think we should study in place of this article starting tomorrow I think from the afternoon there's already maybe Dudu and Akoko could say they probably have a plan already Okay, I think there are questions from men. Love of friends too, and from the love of the Creator and the created beings. Okay, that's the afternoon. Right. Good, so we, we go to Moscow 7. Yes. Oh, thank you. We need to raise the importance of the Rav, the importance of the desire of the Rav, for that, and from that get the importance of the Creator. So as we learn to adhere to the Achap of the Upper One, we have no problem there. What does the Rav teach you? Connection between you and bestow to the Creator. That's it. From these two conditions, you then understand what you have to do. Develop a network of connections, show everyone how it's done, publicize those things, look for more and more friends to connect to us. So we would grow up because in the multitudes of the people is the glory of the king, then it will be easier for us to carry this big load from one place to the next, from this world to the upper world. It's all clear to us. That's called connection with the Rav? Of course. What does the Rav do? The Rav is the connector, the mediator between you and the Creator. And he explains in what we can please the Creator. Volga. Good morning. I also have a similar question. I wanted to understand, you said earlier that 
A man reaches a true connection with the Creator through the teacher. And before that, we heard that it's through the ten. Without the ten, of course not. Since without the ten, you're not there, you're not present. We learned about it, we read about it. Without a ten, you are not able to receive anything on your degree in which you have to be organized in a ten. And above your ten, there is a teacher. And above the teacher, there is the creator. So prepare yourself in such a way that you'll be able to adhere to the teacher and from him to the creator. That's it. Sorry, um, so it's part of the process a person starts discovering the actions and these connections. You are trying to ask me like this, do I have to keep those things now because I'm hearing it from you? Or I can wait until I understand them and attain them myself and then I'll I'll do it according to my attainment. This is a matter of belief in his teacher. If you believe the teacher that this is what has to be done, then you accept it as if you know it is, if you're certain this is how it is and there's nothing else, by that you are saving yourself time, a lot of time. Thank you, My friend is asking, every moment a new desire arises. So, how will I think of friends and the Creator constantly, like a Kabbalist? With each and every desire that awakens in you, you check how much you can connect it to friends and to the Creator through it. That That is it. What difference does it make? It doesn't interfere. It actually advances you. If you delve into it, you'll see that the Creator is actually leading you through the friends to Him. Moscow 6. Moscow 6. How can it be that Balasulam and the Ari became greater than their love? There's no problem here. That doesn't mean that it's more or less. We cannot measure it and weigh those things. And in truth, I'm, I'm not asking about it. There are many Kabbalists who discovered those things in a certain way. Each one does it from the depth of his soul. Maimonides, Nachmanides, Ramchal, Ramchal, it was great. It was on a high degree. And many others, many people, all these uh, great uh, Hasidic sages of the 17th, 18th centuries, uh, there are thousands of people who 
throughout these past 2,000 years have attained godliness and wrote many things about it. Thousands and thousands of people. And there are some of those who... It's interesting, the different ways in which each one attained godliness. How each one wrote, uh, especially about it. This is all from the root of his soul. Each one was doing it from the root of his soul. So, I recommend, over time, if you have the time, also in the future, to open up certain books that they wrote. We have some of those books. Some of them are even translated to Russian, English. It's good. It's good for you to get to know them a little bit. It's not mandatory. It's for anyone who has a bit more time to to get interested in it, to air out his heart and his soul, especially with Ramchal. Yeah, we will learn about it. We'll take some things from there. For the time being, we're going with you over the necessary material that we have to go through, Balasulam, Habash, and let's hope that we will finish it according to our plans. should be done with it in about a year, and then we'll go to some more special writings of other Kabbalists who are not lower than Balasulam and, and the Ari, who are in spirituality, we can't measure it, but absolutely, certainly, we will, we will learn from them. We will see those great ones, the, the smaller ones, and you'll see how each one is expressing things in a special manner, according to the root of his soul the way he revealed the Creator. Okay, friends. Yes, love. This is the question. Um, a few days ago, I came back from Israel. And during that trip, I constantly watched I watch lessons with friends and in Air 10 it's not clear how to give such a virtual example to one another because we're all in the corporeal world and every time we see some picture so Kabbalists always gathered physically how can we or all the actions they always did would help them and also disturbed, because physically there's a lot of disturbances. So how... It's not clear to me. 
I think we're fast approaching a state where we'll all be in one place, a spiritual place, one desire. Where you're sitting in Baltia, in the Baltics, I'm sitting in Israel, we have Moscow, Kiev, New York, Queens, Kermiel, Hadera, and so on and so forth. It doesn't influence us one bit. We'll feel ourselves existing in one place, in one desire, in one heart. I hope that we'll begin to feel our one heart. And that's how it will be. I was very happy to see you here in Israel and anyone who wants to come and visit should write to the language heads and he may come here we'll be happy to host him that's it but with respect to the one place we're going to be in of course as it's written righteous are sitting and enjoying the light of the Shekhinah. The light, the radiance of the Shekhinah means the upper crown, upper keter, the upper light that, in, that influences them and they all sit together and they enjoy the radiance of the Shekhinah. When will that be? When we reach this degree of the righteous ones. A righteous is one who justifies the Creator. For the time being, we'll connect. You see that an opportunity was revealed to us to be connected through the Internet. And let's hope that we, we continue in an ever-tightening connection. The most important thing is to open the hearts. Info. So, first of all, Rav, thank you. Very strong lessons. And today we came to remind everybody that we're going to be in one place, the whole world, around one topic, with one intention, with our one heart. And I'm speaking about the special unity evening, Next Sunday, July 10, 6.30 Israel time, we're going to meet here on the Arvut system for a very special meeting around the world. Yeah, um, meeting around the world, and this will be the theme of our Unity Evening, and through it and around it, we will connect, we want to go from place to place around the world with representatives in each continent and with workshops and songs and internal excerpts. And we want to ask you how the friends can connect to the Kabbalists in the connection between us, the way we learn about it right now. By connecting between them. So they can connect 
And no words written in the Kabbalist, but between the connection between them, they can connect directly to the Creator. That's why don't depend on me. The connection and your future, you have to see yourselves that as much as you connect together, in that connection between you, you're about to discover the Creator, the connection with Him. That's it. That is your goal. Me, I'm just standing on the side and teaching you and aiming you to that connection between you and the Creator. And the, the way you explained it now, how can we find that one place, that spiritual place, where everyone is aimed at the same place, there's no difference between us. In connecting the hearts as much as possible, that's what we're doing. And it's clear and clear to us that it has to be organized, how we have to connect and aim it all. I actually am happy to see how from day to day it's stabilizing. So let's work on it. Let's draw more young people, beginners, and that's how we advance. That's how we'll advance. Okay, thank you, Rav. We'll remind you again, July 10th, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Israel time. We meet here in the Arvut system, all of us as one man in one heart, connection around the world. I meet. So, 22-2, preparation, Israel time, and... Two to four afternoon lesson. Good day, everybody. Вперед!
Yeah. 